Hello and welcome to Drowning Verdict. I'm Chip Mahoney. You're listening to my true crime podcast. This is a podcast where I talk about cases out there in the world that fascinate me. I go more in depth with the case. So thanks for joining me today. You might have found me on my TikTok where I do clips there, but if it led you over to my YouTube, that's a pretty good place to be. I've got full episodes there of Drowning Verdict, plus my other show called Shield Kill which is where I pair a crypto and a crime together. And so if you have an interest in both of those, as I do, that's a good place to be because you can get basically everything I offer on my YouTube right now. I am featured on Spotify, and you can find Drowning Verdict wherever you get your favorite pods out there. If you've heard me before, you know I'm an author. I talk about story, connections, new angles, and maybe some truth here and there. You never know. But as I like to say, I've got a reason for the podcast, you know, for the time that we're going to spend together, maybe 10 minutes or so, a reason to be here. And I'm going to give you that reason uh, right now and then discuss it uh, in a few minutes and let you know what I think about it. But the reason is I'm asking the question about, uh, you know, the Murdoch murders one year after the fact. Uh, You know, I'm asking the question, is Alex Murdoch the patriarch of the family, the one who has 79 charges levied against him right now, looking at over 700 years in prison. Uh, Don't know if he can do that time, but yeah, 700 years. Is he the one person responsible for the double murder of his young son, Paul, and his uh, wife, Maggie, which happened a year ago this week? Uh, A really uh, incredible double murder saga that took place on the the family uh, property there in Moselle in the low country south carolina area and you know it's the thing that's unsolved it's a mystery it's a mystery wrapped in a bubble and ever since then a year ago uh about things started to unravel for that dynasty there in the uh, low country parts of south carolina which is really an area that a lot of people hadn't heard of of before and now it's like this true crime setting and it it offers a lot it's very mysterious and i I would say it's made for uh, you know Netflix and then the movies because it just has a lot of uh, things that it offers that you look for in a mystery. So I'm going to talk about that and let you know what I think about it. But I do think it's important to give a little bit of background on the case and let you know um, how I think this really evolved. Because when we are talking about a family dynasty, it just you know didn't happen overnight. It took uh, years and years, you know, seventy-five, maybe even a hundred years. And how it really all started was the the law firm, which was uh, you know the grandfather and the establishment of the law firm, which the Murdaws or the Murdochs, as uh, you might want to say there in the little country, the Murdochs uh, were involved with and then they passed that down uh, through generations of their family and which led to Alex Murdaugh, I'm going to call it say Murdaugh, a lot of people say Murdaugh, but I, I got to say Murdaugh, uh, that he was uh, in charge of it, uh, really one of the, the heads there for a while until they ousted him. So <clears throat> in a nutshell, I think that uh, this all stems from what I would say absolute power corrupting absolutely. You've heard that before. You know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And I I think about this as something where this absolute power was created, where something like forum shopping, I don't know if you've ever heard that term, probably you haven't, but forum shopping is something that is, uh, now it's, uh, you know, really uh, 
viewed negatively. But uh, previously, 30, 40 years ago, and so on, uh, as a lawyer, you could forum shop, which is where you could uh, go after a case that you're targeting for a victim, and you could have uh, the proceedings in your home court. You could forum shop shop that case and bring companies or corporations outside of that area into your home court to do battle. So you knew the judge, you knew the uh, type of people in the jury, and if you wanted to bring in a major corporation for, uh, you know, uh, some sort of uh, accident claim, if you will, uh, which was a lot of it, then you could bring them into your uh, little area, to your your uh, little courthouse, the judge and the jury, and you could win that, uh, you know, 80, 90% of the time. Kind of like a home field advantage in sports. So forum shopping is really what I think built that uh, law firm for cases of negligence, uh, railroads and train companies, people having accidents somewhere else outside of that area, but bringing them in to your uh, hometown and uh, really having a, a real advantage, a home court advantage to win those cases. So that created millions and millions of dollars uh, at, and it's it's widely reported. So it's nothing that I'm revealing, but uh, I think that's really what built the place. And it created that absolute power where you're bringing in millions of dollars, uh, possibly hundreds of thousands of dollars in uh, attorney revenues or earnings in such a small area, an area, the low country of South Carolina, where a lot of people <clears throat> are farmers or, um, you know, they have more uh blue collar, uh, hardworking, laborious jobs where there's no way they can beat inflation and they're just living hand to mouth, paycheck to paycheck sort of thing. And then you have someone who's making hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars in that same area. That's kind of uh, like creating a an aspect of uh, a king and his kingdom where you are the richest person around by a wide margin and everybody else knows you and uh, you know you're able to kind of live this uh, amazing life because the the quality of life is good but the expenses of of living aren't a lot so you can build a lot you can buy a lot of property you can control a lot of things and I would relate that to anyone um, such as a, a football coach or a basketball coach someone like Nick Saban or someone like Mike uh, uh Coach K in the Duke uh, community where they get paid millions and millions of dollars to live in these college towns. They're worshipped. They have more money than all the educators at that school put together and they have all the fame and notoriety and they get to rule the roost. So I see that with people like Nick Saban, Coach K, and a lot of other coaches in the college area that, hey, there's no reason to go pro because not only does my dollar go a lot farther in this town, but I've got way more than most, and I've got power, control, I've got my TV show, I've got sponsorships, and basically everybody worships me. That is like a king in a kingdom ruling the roost, and that's how I think of this case where absolute power corrupts absolutely so that's what i think seeped in to uh this family and by the time it got to alex uh murdaugh the one who is uh, really charged with about 79 uh, outstanding charges right now facing 700 years in prison was he the one involved in the double murder 
So this is my take on it. And it's just, uh, you know, here on the podcast, just giving you how I think about it, uh, covering this for, for over a year. Uh, yes, it has died down a little bit because of so many other cases out there, mass shootings, school shootings, everything the newsfeed will take from you with your, uh, with our, uh, focus. So I'm going to point to one of those, I don't know, 79 charges, uh, along the way of, uh, you know, fraud and everything else, uh, Alex is accused of. I'm going to talk about the time last September, I believe, believe it was in 2021 when he set up his own quote unquote, uh, murder where he hired someone in order to shoot him. And I don't know if uh, his purpose was to, uh, really die from that, that he wanted to die, or if he wanted to look Uh, look as if somebody was targeting him as if they did not get him in the double murder and they're going after him uh, again. So I sort of feel that he did want to survive that, um, maybe get any kind of insurance that he could out of that because that's what he did with everything else was trying to get uh, payment through some insurance company or some settlement, uh, creating a fake entity uh, or anything like that he would do and manipulate the system because that absolute power corrupts absolutely, he could do that. But when I look at that murder setup, uh, I think it was early September 2021, where he hired um, somebody he had he had known in that area, had worked for him before, if I remember that story correctly, uh, but to fire at him on the side of the road as he was changing a tire. So I think that was, uh, yeah, kind of a ruse in order to escape that, kind of look like a victim, kind of get injured maybe, but survive that in order to take that uh, that heat off of him as if uh, public opinion could think, well, maybe he was also targeted in that double murder to make it a triple murder, but he, uh, they didn't see him or he was gone at the time uh, hunting and, and they're still after him. So I think that was uh, uh, the purpose, and and the only thing that I can really uh, pinpoint now and to say about this unsolved double murder about the young son, not the old son, but the young son, Paul, and uh, Mother Maggie or his wife, is that it is possible that because of all this, because of the 79 charges and that event in September where he uh, essentially set up his his own you know, his own shooting that he was supposed to survive uh, in order to gain sympathy. That's my feeling on it is that yes, he could have set up a double murder. It is possible. So I kind of feel that the way that the investigation is going, it's taking a long time. It's kind of going slow before it's going to get fast. I do think it's going to pick up speed and we're going to hear some news there. uh, Maybe this, uh, this summer within the next couple months, maybe in September, Um, But my gut tells me that it is possible that he had set this up. But the question is, if that is the case, if that in fact is true and revealed later on, if that's where investigators go, what was the reason behind it? Well, you know, in previous episodes that I'd covered months back on this case, I talked about Paul, the young son, the the guy who I would just say is the black sheep of the family, you know, because the eldest son, I don't think he had the problems with, but with the young son, obviously you had that boating accident, which was, oh, I don't know, incredibly ironic to have uh, a son who uh, causes death by negligence uh, on a boat. Uh, to have that happen to you when you are in fact 
someone who defends against that in other cases, i.e. forum shopping, you know, to bring other corporations into your jurisdiction to get them on negligence, train accidents and the like. So I think that's incredibly ironic and I think that cut real deep with Alex and uh, that made him, well, if I were to write the story, I would say that would have made that character somebody who wanted to take action to uh, take care of the black sheep, get the black sheep out of the family, and possibly if he had problems with the wife. Um, there are some reports for that. Maybe that was part of the package. So he did hire someone to shoot him, and the, the person did shoot at him. Now, we don't know if it was intended to kill kill the person or just to maim them and, and you know for Alex to get some sort of sympathy, but he did hire that. He did do that. So did he hire somebody else to carry out this murder? And that's that's the question here. And I would say that there is a chance of that. That is possible. And I think possibly that motive could be because of that black sheep effect, that embarrassment. And, of course, all the... Um, the money that would be due in that lawsuit as well. I think it, it's just devastating to the family, uh, that case, uh, which is uh, why um, I think this all kind of uh, happened within a couple years. It's just started building up and building up. And Paul, the young son, the the reckless youth, the black sheep, the, the kid who was part of that kingdom, who thought that he could do anything within that community, treat people however he wanted to treat them because he was part of that lineage. I think that really hurt the family. And with the, uh, the father, with Alex, uh, possibly having marriage issues, maybe. I've heard reports of that. But it could be a scenario where he had set that up and... Um, did that because we have precedence now we have it on record that he did in fact do that to himself he set up his own um you know fake assassination where he would survive that and uh you know limp away and then maybe just maybe take the heat off of him uh because he set that up and that's a fact he did in fact do that um but it, did he do the other did he do that double murder have that set up uh purposely be away from that property um, out hunting, which I always found uh, to be interesting as well, that he wasn't there, but he was somewhere else with a rifle. So that was uh, that was kind of interesting to my author mind. But what do you think about that? Is that possible that a double murder could have been committed by him as well? Um, you know, in a way of uh, doing a proxy murder, which is where you hire somebody to carry out the killing. And proxy murder in a lot of states is a death penalty case. So we'll see about that. As of right now, uh, the man has 79 charges, 700 years looking at when he's got, what, maybe 25 to 30 years of life left. And he has uh, been on record, as reported, multiple websites, scheming, multiple frauds, um, one fraud after the other, and doing a lot of uh, devious things to people. Um, in order to get their settlement money and get as much money as he, he could get his hands on. That absolute power corrupting absolutely. Because when you build a law firm, when you have forum shopping and something that's looked down upon now, I don't think it's outlawed, but it's looked down upon that they don't let uh, lawyers get away with that as much anymore. There are, um, you know, there's legislation against it, but in the 1970s and 1980s, 1990s, in the heyday of uh, building the firm, uh, certainly you could forum shop and that is well noted 
that uh, you know a corporation is guilty of something even in another uh, jurisdiction and you can bring them into your home court to have home court advantage in a lawsuit against them for millions of dollars for negligence that built the firm and at a certain point um, it seems as if he uh, Alex Murdoch had to find other ways in order to make millions of dollars and I don't think that boating accident would which killed the young girl which Paul was uh, responsible for but he can't be held responsible because he is dead uh, after the fact I think that really really took a toll on the family and that was crushing and I think that Paul was a real problem uh, not just that accident but others and uh, he found a way to deal with it and if that's the case if that's how the the fiction writes into fact um, I certainly could put that in, into a novel with, uh, you know, fiction and creating characters. And that's kind of how, how I think about it here. What do you think? Any thoughts on it? Any comments? I'd like to hear them. Uh, you can leave a comment anywhere on my YouTube and I'm bound to check it out. So thanks for joining me today on this wrap up. This unsolved case a year later on the Murdoch murders, uh, the double murder. Did the old man set that up? I guess we'll find out. Hopefully there's some news soon on this. But for this episode of Dramaverk, I'm out. I'll see you on the next one. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye.